It ain't that fucking hard, guys. We ain't building a rocket. We're getting guys over in a fake fucking business. With a fresh look through experienced eyes at forgotten matches and unknown classics, this is the Piece of Business Podcast with Glenn and Jeremy. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to Piece of Business Podcast. This is episode 84. My name is Jeremy at EPL and NFL, and joining me, as always, the co-host of this Outlaw Mud Show, from across the ocean and from the future, he is the barroom brawling, disco dancing, dynamite stretching, intercontinental playboy. Folks, he's more over than J.C. Jane facials. At GA WrestleNut, Glenn Abbott, Glenn, have you gotten your fill of the Jubilee? Uh, more than my fill. Explain to the people, explain to the dumb, ignorant Americans, myself included, what in the blue hell is a Jubilee? Uh, there's several of them. This is the 17th year that we've had the Queen on our throne. Uh, sponge- Shit or get off the pot, that's what I say, Glenn. Yeah, I know. Sponging off us taxpayers for 70 years now. 70 years. So this is, um, you know, I suspected when we were talking off air, this was this a birthday celebration? Was this an annual celebration? You said, nay, this is simply she's old and she's been around around a while. Let's throw a party. Yeah, it's an anniversary. About right? Yeah, it's an anniversary rather than a birthday or anything else. 70 years. That's a hell of a long time to be on a throne. It certainly is. You've got a, you've got a bit numb by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose the blood flow and the circulation and the whatnot and so forth. And how would you rate your queen's job? If you were rating, if you were making a list um, of all the monarchs, um, you know, and that, that's, that's unfair because there's been a few, but where is she? Is she like... You know, top 50% British monarchs, bottom 50, top 10. She bringing up the tail ass in. Where is she? Um, there's been some real dodgy characters. There have been. There have been. Some of y'all were way inbred. Yeah, so um, I don't know how to categorize that because I'm not knowing anybody else. But it's just Where is she on the list if you're ranking the female monarchs? Where is she? Oh, she's number one. She's got to be now. Even better than the than first Elizabeth? The first Elizabeth was a little firecracker. Oh, definitely. But then she, again, she was a nasty bit of work as well. <laughs> the current Elizabeth seems, and I don't know her, I've never met the woman, but she seems like a decent human being. Yes. You know, you wouldn't want to put her through a table. No, no, definitely not. But... Uh... Which is more than we said of some of her family. Yeah, yeah. Well, are are you um are are you looking forward to the reign of King Charles? Um, I think. Are they going to skip him and go right to one of them boys? Well, yeah, William would be the next one. No, but I think they'll give Charlie a little while. <laughs> Not long, though. No. Yeah. And then, 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 I don't know. A few years ago, I would have said that there would have been major reforms when William 
became king, but I'm not sure now. I think they've got him towing the line well enough now that uh, things will, the, the status quo will remain. They know where their bed's, bread's buttered. So. Now, the other one, not not William, but the other one, the younger one, Harold, Harry, Harry, oh, is that it? Yeah. Harry, he he's a... Uh, He's giving it up, right? He married an American. So he's like said, I don't, I, this, this shit isn't for me, right? So he'll never be king. Is that correct? No, there's always a possibility, I suppose. But I, don't, I, I can't see him even wanting the job. Yeah, but I mean, you, you don't want a little sassy American queen? Because she'd be the queen. You'd have an American queen, Glenn. It's yeah. called soccer. I know. I know. But I don't... But I don't think she'd want it, to be honest. The minute they could, they ran off. From all the I know celebrities. they did. I know they did. But do you think they run off from the possibility of being monarchs? Or do they just run off because they're young and horny and want to get rid of the bullshit for a while? I think it's the possibility of being monarchs. I don't think, I don't think either of them want that. Hmm. No, well, either, things, you know, things can change. They can change their mind. Oh, they could change their mind. But uh, the way things stand I, at the moment... I don't think that uh, either of them actually want any of the bullshit. Well, no, because when I mean, you look around and it's bullshit, it's all bullshit. But when, but when somebody comes to you with the position, with right with the offer, you're like, you know, you know, we need a decision by next Thursday, uh, Harry and, and Megan. We need a decision. Um, this is yours if you want it. Think about it. Eh, you know, maybe they'd do it. Maybe. I don't. Know. I just want y'all to have an American queen, just for I, my own personal I, satisfaction. Yeah, we, and the infinite we, amount of ribbing that will that will ensue. Well, we nearly did it in nineteen thirty-eight. Grace Kelly. No. Was that who it was? What is Simpson? Oh, that's right. Right. No, Grace Kelly was the monarch in Monaco, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got it mixed up. Well, y'all. Yeah, it's all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he. That fellow that was with uh, messing around with Miss Simpson, he just gave it up, right? He gave it up for love. He said, I'm in love with this American woman, and I don't want this. Yeah, which is what I think Harry will do. Hmm. Which came to show. Interesting. Well, we got a ways to go before we get there, right? Because we got to get through Charlie, and we got to get through William. Yeah. And the thing is, is the difference between Harry's situation and Edward VIII's is that Wallace Simpson was divorced. Oh, and that was such a no-no, right? Yeah, that was a yeah, scandal. As, 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 as king, he would have been head of the church. And the right, church right, 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 right. Somehow that always seems to mess things up. Mm -hmm. Especially mm. back then, it was a very frowned upon thing to be yeah. marrying a divorced woman. So Shameful, scandalous. Then again, divorced, divorced people aren't worth anything, Glenn. I've done my history on those two, and they were a couple of nasty bits of work. I was, you know, um, I'm quite pleased that, that, that he, he did do that because uh, the whole of history could have changed for both our countries if they'd been allowed to take charge. Um, he, they were both Nazi sympathizers. That's what I was about to say. I was about to ask you, weren't they Nazis? They were, <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they, um, People frown government, upon that usually. Yeah, and our government shipped them off to the Bahamas for the war. Well, do I mean, any if you're going to get sent to exile, that ain't a bad spot. No. 
Speaking of speaking of sent to exile, Glenn, we need to we need to bring in our our, our special guest today. Um, speaking of nasty pieces of business and, and 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 living in exile, let's bring him in. We have to bring in our buddy here. Anytime we um, a pay per view day, we always reach out for the hot tag to a guy that. Well, he's cornier than Nebraska. We'll just leave it right there, folks. He is the heavyweight champion of the Flyover States Territory, the Grand High Poovah of the Banana Bread Express. He's a farmer, crop grower, 20-inch blades on the lawnmower. At AWI Pod, Brent Piles, what is it like living in exile in the cornfields of Nebraska, sir? It's quiet and nice. None of these mouth breathers around. I always feel like Lacey Evans whenever I go anywhere. Don't touch me, you nasties. Don't wash your hands, you nasties. So it's nice. Very good. Very good. So uh, what's been going on in your world today or this weekend, sir? You've been good. You watched a lot of wrestling. You uh, hopefully spent some time with the lovely Mrs. Piles. Uh, What's been going on? Tell us the story. Yesterday, uh, we spent approximately four or five hours just sitting outside and I received no tan whatsoever and am still as pasty as I ever was. And this AWI pod is probably two shades darker, which isn't fair. <laughs> well, some some people are uh, melanin challenged. That's okay. It's okay. It's me. So, I am the melanin challenged but, guy. But did you burn? Did you sunburn? No, I didn't get a sunburn no? either. So huh. I don't know. I guess it just doesn't work out for me. You would were y'all figure, doing, were, were y'all doing a specific... <laughs> Were y'all doing anything specific? Was it an outdoor activity, or are you just hanging out, spending time? What was what was what was going on? The only outdoor activity was laying in a lawn chair, drinking a beer while listening to some music. I mean, Rachel uh, did some. Rachel was doing her homework, but I did absolutely nothing. That's a hell of a day. There ain't nothing wrong with a day like that, my friend. That those are the days that are few and far between, and you gotta enjoy them while you have them. That's that's awesome. It was nice, yeah. And then we then we brought out the fire pit, and I watched. Um, in your house in the backyard on the projector. So it was it was a good day. You watched in your house outdoors, huh? Yep, I watched I watched in your house outside. <laughs> well, outside your house. In your house outside your house. Yes. Well, we're we're going to talk about that program here uh in in a minute, but there's just so many other things we need to get to, right? There's so many other things that have happened this week in and around the world of wrestling. I, I think we should probably get right into it. Um do we want to go chronologically? Do we want to start with uh, anything that may or may not have happened of, of note on the most recent Monday wrestling program? Full disclosure, I've not seen it. Um, Brent, not you know anything about this past Raw? I did not see a lick of a Monday Night Raw. Well, that's why we that's why we keep Glenn around, Brent. Glenn is a savant. Glenn watches everything somehow, some way. He's a better man than me. Glenn, tell us something about raw anything significant or interesting or uh, chaotic or, or or anything other anything else as i said to you off air riddle mm. with roman reigns not being around or being around very little he is carrying the whole brand at the moment not only Raw, but SmackDown as well, and doing a bloody good job of it. What What's he doing that is such a good job? What is he, it about he, him that's... He, he's just coming out, cutting great promos, advancing the story. Uh, he's putting the Usos over amazingly. Mm. And, 
he, he's making the bloodline a legitimate threat when there are the ever there. Mm. And you can't. Is, um, is, is, tell me about his promos. Is he is he still you know uh, coming out there you know and whether he is or not at the moment uh, it, giving off that he's high as a kite as he oh. as he dropped his. <laughs> Has he dropped an octave in his voice a little bit? Has his balls gotten a little bigger? Is he a little bit more serious? What's different about his promos now? Definitely a lot more serious. Um, he's he's making it come across that he's actually taking it very personally, that they've mm. basically retired Randy Orton. Because, Brent, you know, Randy Orton was is Riddle's best friend. I had heard that they're 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 best friends, cohorts, and smoking partners, probably. <laughs> uh, Randy doesn't carry his own. He needs somebody else to carry. He needs. He is uh, Riddle is Randy's beefcake. We'll we'll say that. In one um, more way than one, pal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Riddle Riddle is killing it, huh? I be, who could have known? Who would have told the people years ago that Riddle is the guy? Yeah, it makes it. Well, basically, is that he comes out and he introduces Shinsuke, and he, he says, "You're no Randy, but I could get on with you." Uh, and Shinsuke, in his broken English, goes, "You're no boobs, but I could get on along with you." And it's uh, <laughs> Brent. What would uh, what would it, what would it look like or sound like if um? Shinsuke Nakamura got into um, Riddle's stash. Oh God, Man. is that even humanly possible to simulate? Like, or... All of a sudden, Nakamura just starts talking like a surfer guy. He's like, "Bro, he sounds like he starts surfing, sounding bro. like you." <laughs> yeah, his English is perfect. He's slow. <laughs> It'd be a very interesting scenario. It would be. It's actually. It would be. It's actually um, Having seen a stone Japanese guy, it is quite funny. Um, wait, wait, time out. Let's go back to a second. Rewind. Talk about a stone Japanese guy, Glenn. I need to know more about that. You can't tell me that and just keep as on trucking. As you know, the, the Japanese are, although they can be very violent, they're very laid back as well. Hmm. Now you take that laid backness to eleven, hmm. and a stone Japanese guy becomes sloth like. Sloth stones, stoned Japanese sloths. Sloth, yeah. <laughs> there's and there's the episode title. Uh, <laughs> or uh, a good a good analogy is: Have either of you two ever seen any of these nature programs where they talk about koala bears? And how yeah. hard that they can get on eucalyptus. Yeah, 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 sure. Well, maybe I haven't seen this gimmick. I, didn't, I know what I'm YouTubing after this. <laughs> after you go chewing on a few eucalyptus leaves. Yeah, they do. They get, and, and they've been known to fall out of trees because of it. You know? <laughs> and that is exactly how a Japanese guy treats a bit of weed. <laughs> it's, like yeah. a, it's like a stone koala. <laughs> <laughs> aren't koalas wow. like filthy animals aren't koalas is it isn't the koala population riddled with stds 
I don't know. They're so cute too. That was gross. I, what? What, Brent? I said they're so cute too, but now it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to ruin koalas. Koalas have uh, herpes. It's no, disgusting. I've heard. No, I've heard that. I've heard that there's a whatever it is that they're they're so promiscuous or there's some special koala STD that they've all got. Um, uh, okay. that they're filth. I don't know if it's gonorrhea. I don't know. Yikes. While, while you're watching your nature program about, you know, how they get high, maybe they'll say something about their, uh, their STD. <laughs> That's the problem. Epidemic. They're just so high. They don't care. They're like, Give me they don't care. Thing. Yeah. They're yeah, just, they okay. fall out of trees and they land on whoever <laughs> they land on and just start wiggling. Um, Anyway, the highlight of the show. Did you know Riddle uses a scooter to come down to the ring? Yeah. He did a tag match with Shinsuke against the Usos. And one of the Usos whacks Riddle over the head with his own scooter. He should. He's a heel. Comedy. <laughs> did it make a funny sound? What it sound should. did it make? It didn't, unfortunately, oh. but it should birds fly out of his ears when he got hit. <laughs> yeah. they've, they've dropped that gimmick again. I'm say the really? asteroids are gone now. I don't see that. Really? Yeah, because of the because of the uh, was the was the was the ass bird lobby offended? What I mean? No, no, I, I just think it's because he's because it's stupid. <laughs> that and. Uh, He's swinging his gimmick more seriously now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That makes sense. That makes sense. No, I mean, I, it doesn't surprise me that Riddle could carry it, um, but I would figure he would have to change his uh, change his promo style or delivery a little bit to make that happen. So it sounds like that's what he's doing. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, good for Riddle. Good for Riddle. Was uh so that that's the most significant development from the Monday program? You would say anything else of of, of interest or note? I think those those are good matches. Um, hmm. No, uh, theory, which I, I can't understand. Why have they dropped the Austin bit from his name? Why do they have to make everybody one name? And then we're going to get to some people on the NXT program that have seven names. So like, oh. why can't anybody on Monday night have two names? It's stupid. So, yeah, so, oh, yeah. We, so we had Theory against Mr. Pirelli, which was for the uh, United States Championship. Not a bad match. It was good enough for you know, um, Liv Morgan against Rhea Ripley. Another decent match. Uh, MVP, again, cutting an excellent promo on uh, Bobby Lashley as there was a contract signing for tonight's shenanigans. Yeah. So would you say, so was it a, an effective go-home show for this week's pay-per-view? It was, uh, it, it did its job to get you, to get you eager for what you're going to see tonight? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, good. We're going to. We're going to talk about the uh, old Hell in a Cell here shortly. I think we need to continue moving through the calendar. Um, so Monday, according to Glenn, was, was was mostly good. That's a positive. That's what you want to hear. Uh, Tuesday. Let's talk about the Tuesday show. I, I, I take it we've all had an opportunity to watch this thing. Last yes, week's NXT. All right. Well, let's uh, – I actually took some notes on this uh, this week's episode, which, you know, I don't know. 
got a wild hair at my ass, I guess, and I took some notes. So let me uh, let me find them. Um, I watched this episode. You know, last week I watched it with the sound off. Uh, I watched it with the sound on this time. Um, mm-hmm. eh, you know, yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing special about it this week. It was just there because it was a go home show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So I think the show started, Brent. I think it started with 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 your favorite tag team in mind, pretty deadly. Uh, I believe did they not have a match with uh, Roddy Strong and Mr. Damon Kemp? Is that what I'm remembering? That they is correct. They certainly did. Um, the good thing about this is that they're taking two guys that have both been over here and have got used to training with the British guys, uh, girls. So. This was more of an NXT UK style match, except for the one back slap tag. One for yeah. the back, yeah, one back slap tag. One, just one, <laughs> just one. Uh, Brent, but, where are you on Damon Kemp? So I wasn't very, you know, high on him at first, and then you know, <laughs> we see him on Thursday, but those are like so pre-taped that could have been, you know, two yeah. months ago. And I think yeah. he's he's definitely come a long way because he used to be really boring and just robotic, but. This was really good, and I i mean, we'll talk about, I don't know, he wasn't on NXT UK this week, but he was last week, and I thought he looked really good on there, too, so he's coming around. He's picking it up. He's like a sponge. You can almost see it. He's just mm-hmm. picking up everything and, and using he, it, so I think he's really I was around. really impressed with with his, you know, as they say, his fire this week, right? He was, he was, he was exciting. He was dynamic. He was moving. He was emoting. He was slapping on hold and working a hold, and he was on offense, but he was still selling the offense. Um, I thought that was Really good from him. Um, the way he swung, at one point he swung one of the pretty deadlies into the turnbuckle and he he bent down and grabbed his arm to get leverage and then swung his whole body through and followed through. Um, so it looked like he actually had to, had to force a grown man to go a direction he didn't want to go, right? He didn't just touch the guy and the guy run off into the turnbuckle on his own. Um, so that was... That was good. We saw an actual hot tag in this match, which was amazing. Um, and I got to give Roddy Strong some credit because Roddy, you could see him talking and, and telling people what to do and where to go. He was obviously in charge of directing the traffic on this thing, but he did a good job. And in my notes, I wrote down great finish. It was so great that I can't remember what it was. Help me. Glenn. I'll get the notes up quick. Okay. I remember it was a good finish. I just don't remember what it was. It was a pretty deadly. It was just so good at all the little heel things about knocking people off the ropes. And oh, I remember what it was. I remember what it was. They took the tag belts, right? Yep. And and you remember what it is? Keep going. I remember they had the tag belt. Somebody take it from there. And then, like they tried to, he was he was going to use the tag belt to hit Roddy, but one of the Creed brothers got Roddy out of the way. Yeah, he hit the Creed brother did, instead. Hit the Creed brother, and then they did their usual finisher. And uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was good. You know, I thought that worked. I thought that worked. Um, so yeah, good good opener, I think, this week. Uh, what else did we see after that? Um, I, I seem to remember. A moment with um uh god damn it waller waller was talking right and old brooks jensen came up behind him 
And old Butch Jensen, yeah, said he was he was threatening to give Waller a country ass whipping, and I like that Jensen. I think he's got something. He says wasn't, he wasn't Waller like just back there like professing his love for Tiffany Stratton to like a yeah. whole room of people. He's like, oh, have you yeah. seen this Tiffany Stratton? She used to be a gymnast. She's hot. She's gonna win next week. Putting so. her over big time. Putting her yeah. over big time, and that's good because they. Uh, they uh those two got something they've got chemistry together i like those two um Grand uh do we, let us talk about the the summit on the boat right the uh the the meeting on the waves the uh legato and uh tony d's organization uh going on a boat ride um i, I wrote in my notes and I've already used this phrase once, and I love it, so I'm going to keep going. Cornier than Nebraska, that segment, Brent. Cornier than Nebraska needs to be a T-shirt. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they get on to – Yeah, I saw he seized up. So they get on to right. this, this fucking boat, right? And then yep. uh, Carmen Electra Lopez, who only says like five words in this thing, which I don't know why she doesn't talk more. It doesn't make any sense. She be, <laughs> should be talking for all of them. But anyway yep. – um, take us someplace nice, she says. Not, not a specific place, just someplace nice. That's the only right. place. But they never got off the boat. Yeah, and then the where, dumbest thing about it, it is... It matter where they are. They agree to this match, right? And then Escobar says, get off my boat. But they're in the middle of the fucking ocean. So right. do these guys jump believe. off the boat and swim back? Or did they take I them think... back? Or what happened? I know, I know. The 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 this their whole banter was super phony. Um, I think the only part, I think the only part that might have been real was at one point, Tony D. Tony D. Santos and said, "Look at me in my eyes when I'm talking to you, you prick." And like Santos kind of kind of jerked Santos a little bit. I'm just wondering if that line was improvised, but uh, uh, I think both of those guys would be so good if they just let them talk. I think they could both banter on their own without reciting all the scripted stuff um we have since seen the match we know the result of the in your house match between these two but um glenn where are you on the angle to set it up uh how do you feel about one group now would be under the control of another is uh where are you on that on that angle i'm just ready for this way i'm just glad it's all <laughs> over now is it though Oh well, he, I'm uh, not sure it is. <laughs> it will never end. <laughs> it will never end. No. But well, yeah, we'll we'll go more into that, I guess, when we get to the in your house uh, and, uh, chat. All, but all, all credit to uh, the commentary team for trying to sell this, mm -hmm. because it, you know, it's I know the bullshit really. It's like trying to pick up a turd from the clean end. It <laughs> is. It is. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. Um, what was not a turd was, I think, Wesley's promo. Um, Brent, true or false? You like Wesley as a single better uh, than in a tag team? True or false? I like him better um, as a single, yeah. <clears throat> Their tag team stuff just seems super corny and yeah stupid. And this feels like it's more him doing his own thing as opposed to someone telling him what he has to do on TV. So it's a lot better, yeah. This is like this is him being kind of like the undersized um afterthought babyface, which is a role he needs to be. Yeah. You is. know, and he can yeah. talk. He's a good talker. Um he's better at it every week. 
Yeah, yeah. The only the the only complaint I would have about this little segment is he's standing there looking and talking to McKenzie, um, which as a red blooded man I understand that. Um, but talk to us, Wes. Look mm-hmm. at the camera. Talk to us. Sell us. Work us. This is going to make it, this is going to sound kind of counterintuitive to say, but when you're talking to McKenzie and you're not looking at the camera, you're making the person at home just the observer. And I don't think when, when, when you're watching wrestling, if you're just an observer, it lands the same, right? It doesn't mean as much. Bring us in, look at us in our eyes through that camera and sell us. That's the whole point of this thing. So I would give that piece of advice to any of them. But for some reason, WWE doesn't like them looking at cameras. Why not, Brent? Because they want you to, they, they want you, what you just said that they should be doing, they want the opposite of. They want you to not, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. That's the only thing I can look at it is that they want the opposite of what you're saying. Because, I mean, we're going to talk about something later on that was a promo that was looked directly at the camera. And that's that, you know, you felt that more than you would ever feel somebody. Like if I did yeah. this whole show like this, right. what would you guys think of that? <laughs> right. I was yeah. thinking, Miss. I would be thinking, Mrs. Piles is over there trying to distract you. That's what I'd yeah. be thinking. Exactly. <laughs> Which, exactly. if you need to take care of business, sir, feel free to put your headset <laughs> down and go uh, handle up. Um, so anyway, so I like that. Um, that was good. I like Wesley and what he's doing right now. Um, uh, I think after that, Glenn, we we heard from Roddy and Diamond Mine, I think, and Roddy was reminding us about the stipulation for their upcoming match. Um, how much talking does Roddy need to do, Glenn? Uh, they, oh, why they got rid of Malcolm Vivids, I don't know. I, I think Malcolm wanted to leave, which is a shame. Uh, if he did, they needed another mouthpiece to come in there. Yeah. Ruddy ain't it. Ruddy ain't it. You know, I love him between the bells. He's a hell of a worker. But, man, he doesn't need to be the one talking. No. Um, he could probably cut a decent enough promo as an indiv- as a single rest- as a single wrestler. But as a mouthpiece for a faction, he, he ain't it. <laughs> as the Wesley kind of underdog white meat baby face? You know, I think that's okay for, for him. But when he's trying to be the tough guy, the leader of a group of killers, uh, that's right. it doesn't work for me. You look at him compared to the Creed's. The Creed's could absolutely rip him limb from limb. And yet he's going around shouting at him, he's slapping him. And then he puts this stupid stipulation on him. Uh, if, they, <laughs> you know, if they lose the match, then they're out of diamond mine. It's I, almost I was, like a... I would have gone to him. Okay, then. Well, that's given us an incentive to lose. <laughs> right, right. It's like it's like you know. I love you guys. You're the best. I want you to excel, and I want you to believe in yourself and be winners. But if you lose, fuck you. <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, it's like religion, right? It's like God loves you, but if you fuck him, fuck you. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> I think Diamond might, might be a cult. It might be a cult. It might be a cult. But um, anyway, so yeah, the, that, that whole deal was is was silly. Uh, I think after that we saw was this where we got the contract signing the um, the oh, toxic the, the toxic the attractions and the <laughs> and the chews and uh, oh. here's the thing 
And I'm going to let y'all talk about this because I know this was Brent's favorite segment of the show. He's a big fan of, of the Lollipop Guild. Um, the toxic attractions look like something standing there, right? They look, you know, you know they, look, they look sexy. They look tough. They look like they've got an attitude. You know, they look like something. Um, the other three look like goobers, you know, and it, it, it just doesn't work for me. Talk about this segment, Brent. Um, they both come down to the ring. Old Wade Barrett is there. He's going to moderate this contract signing. Um, take it from there, Brent. <laughs> um, the best thing about it probably was Wade Barrett. And and we t- and you said this in the opening, uh, J.C. Jane's facial expressions. Um, that well, was I just said the- her facials. Facials, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Uh, for the mayor. She, uh, I know, I, I know exactly who it was. How, uh, I told him the other day, I said, look, we're, we're going to do hell in a cell picks and no JC Jane in on this card. Okay. So don't pick any of these with your heart, buddy. Uh, which I, she's really good at that. And she does, um, she does all the, the extra things that you have to do to get yourself over, like the way, like the thing she says, she called them the lollipop guild. Oh my God. I hard. Holy crap. That was wonderful. <laughs> but then, uh Casey and and Caden started talking and actually when Caden was talking she at first called her Casey and then she had to stop mm-hmm. herself and remember that her name was Katana now uh, right which all their promos always sound the same like we've been working so hard and we're best friends and it's it was the worst and then and then Wendy Chu just keeps going sign the contract and then that was god this was just god awful it was the worst it was the I'll worst. say this about it you know at, at one point when Mandy was talking Mandy stopped and turned and looked at the camera and started cutting a promo at the camera. And it was just night and day for me, you know, to compare that to what Wesley was doing. Um, I felt Mandy's more right. Cause she was looking at me while she was telling us. Um, so I thought that was a nice little, little detail. Uh, Glenn, what does, uh, what does Katana chance, you know, a very normal human name, Katana. What, what has she got to be so happy about? Why is she always smiling? She's, going she's just happy to be there? Yeah. Ain't bad. Ain't bad gig if you can get it. The last time that She's somebody, so happy to be there. The, the, the last time somebody that small was employed by WWE, it was Hornswoggle. <laughs> it lived under a ring, yeah. <laughs> and Hornswoggle, I guarantee him, you, weighs more than her she does. Definitely. No, one of his legs weighs more than she does. Oh my goodness, yeah. And to be fair, once we start on the in your house review, then there's a few more things I've got to say about those two. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll save old Caden and uh Katana and whoever they are. But you know, the the segment ended with old Wendy Chu um shooting a spitball at Mandy. And uh, that, of course, uh, got everybody I had to suppress to that from my memory. I've suppressed oh, that yeah, from my memory. yeah. She just, uh, you know, it was is what is what it was is what it was. Um, I really hope the last night was the last time we see Wendy Chu as uh, as when yeah. as that Steve as this Kobe, yeah, yeah. Self, self, not selfie. Onesie wearing idiot. So you don't want her to pull out her ball sack anymore? No, <laughs> no, not interested no, in Wendy Chu's ball sack. No, not interested at all. After what I saw last night, other things maybe, but not a ball sack. 
No. You don't you don't want her to see her pushing the button on her box. Never seen that. Never again. You probably find that on the dark web. Not her. Dark web really looks like her. It's right next to JC Jane facials. Um, <laughs> the mayor is quickly googling now. The, 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 the mayor's targeted ads are about to get out of control. <laughs> Let's leave it right there. Um, uh, what else did we see? We saw a Duke Hudson match, Brent. Yes, yes, we did. We did. Against Solo Sokoa. You know what? This wasn't bad. It was better than no, the match he had with Breaker. It? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Duke Hudson, a very hateable face. He could be easy over heel. He's a big fucking guy. I think they've had him in WWE for four or five years now. Yeah, he's been around. Um, yeah. He doesn't cut that good of a promo. That's something he's going to have to work on. But yeah, no, I like this match. Yeah, it was good. Solo, Solo's the real deal. He ain't there yet, but he's going to be the real deal, I think. The only thing that I can say about this on a negative side is with Duke Hudson, as we keep mentioning week after week after week, he's got the most punchable face in WWE. And they keep on putting him in with these guys that will punch his face, but nobody ever actually does. Right. Nobody leaves a mark. No. That's a good point. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, I think this was a good, good, good from Hudson here. I mean, he's, he's getting, he's, he does the big man stuff pretty well. You know, I, I'm not telling you he'll ever be a champion on Monday or Friday, but uh, he doing this and putting over some of the younger guys, it, it suits him. Uh, this role does anyway. Uh, Brent, there's a new Chase U recruit. You remember this? I, I did because I'm a, I'm a big North Carolina basketball fan. And she chucked, she chucked that North Carolina hat down on the ground, yeah. which made me angry. She's a heel in my book now. Oh man. Yeah. She healed herself. What do you think about the idea of the whole, the whole concept of the, of the angle, right? The whole concept of the segment. Where are you on that? I don't, I mean, I, I guess, but does it so really for, do for, They've been putting her over for so many weeks as some sort of like yeah. serious contender coming up and that she's yeah. going to go to college while she wrestles. And I figured that she was going to actually be in college, not go to Chase U. And it just seems strange that the that the end game was to throw her in, in Chase U, even though it makes perfect sense. And and I should have known that this was going to happen. I really didn't think I didn't see it coming. It swerved me. I did not see it coming. Yeah. It's strange. But yeah, for, for people that don't know what we're talking about, WWE, and I don't remember her name. That that tells you a lot. I don't remember her name, but she's like a legitimate high school senior that just graduated from high school. And as many high school seniors do, you know, they declare which university they're going to go to. And she tosses away the Notre Dame and the Alabama and the UNC hat. And she announces that she's going to go to Chase University. And uh, I did not see that coming. So uh, that was that was good. Good for me there. Um I think we saw then, what did we see after that? Something with, uh, Br- oh, Briggs and Waller, I think we saw. No, yeah, yeah. Briggs and Waller. Waller. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you yeah. talk about that one for a minute, Glenn? Again, this is just, they seem to be, soon as it they're building up things and then they're releasing people and then they just seem to be trying to make things up as they go along. And it makes it all so disjointed. Waller had a good line at the beginning of it when when he's in the ring first, and here comes Briggs, and of course Jensen is there, and Fallon Henley, and Waller says, you know, oh, this isn't fair. This is good heel shit. Mm. Talking about it's not fair. There's three of them and only one of him, and this isn't <laughs> fair. They've got to go. So old horse face needs to get back and 
bring Fallon Henley with you. So he saved himself there. I thought he was about to besmirch the, the young, lovely Mrs. Fallon Henley, and I would not stand for that. Um, no. So good, good line from Waller there. You don't want to call her a horse face because she's not. Um, she's a horse girl, but that's different. Um, <laughs> Brent, you got any horse girls up there? You know what a horse girl is? You mm, familiar with this? Yep. I'll leave it. There. Right, where are you on the horse girl? We're going to say yep, and we're going to leave it there. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but during this match, Wade Barrett had the line of the night here. Old Wade Barrett was talking about how uh, Brooks Jensen has had a firm grip on his recovery. And I popped because, of course, they were leading us to believe that Henson's injury is not as severe as it could have been because of the strength of his wrist muscles. Um, and as we know, they have shown us that he has trouble getting a date. Um, so he is often um, working matches solo to the point that he has built up a strong wrist. Um, <laughs> line of the night from Wade there. Good job, well, well Mrs. Barrett, or Mr. Barrett. Well, well put there. That was dedicated navigated well, very well. <laughs> yeah, uh, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Brent, I think after that, we saw Ivy Nile versus – was it Alexandra York? He was in there. She was in there with. Yeah, I believe that's right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know her real name. Kiana James. There, there it is. Go. Yeah, yeah. My, I was going to say Katana James, but that would have been wrong. Yeah, I could go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes more sense than Katana Chance. At least one of those is a human name. Um. Uh, Ivy Nile, Glenn. What do you have a problem with Ivy Nile? What's Ivy? I'll ask it a different way. What's Ivy's biggest problem, Glenn? And it may not be what I'm thinking, but I'd be interested to know what you th what you think. Does she have a problem? Well, if she does, what is it? Apart from the fact that she's a charisma vacuum. Hmm. That's not where I was going, but you're right. Uh, you know, coming across as this this big tough, but she's not big. She might be tough, mm. but she's not big. And, and uh, it just doesn't seem. It, doesn't, what, it looks like if they take her up, Lynn is frozen again. Uh, oh no! There. You're frozen, bro. Whoa! We just had a, a weird multiverse <laughs> of madness situation happen just now. There's a lot of glitching going on. My 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 internet went down for about two minutes, and it's all sorts yeah, of let me just mention the farm internet works fine. We got a horse out back. He runs on a wheel. That's what keeps the internet going. <laughs> Y'all make that ethanol out of corn, right? Is that where ethanol that's, comes from? Y'all corn correct, powered, Kyle. corn fed. That's correct. Kyle. All right. So Glenn, Glenn's deal with, with Ivy is that she is a charisma vacuum. I think that's true. I agree with that. Brent, if you had to identify one problem with Miss Nile, what would it be? Same or something else? It's similar. She just not. She doesn't seem to be believable to me. It seems like a mm. a person out there playing wrestler is a person opposed to a person who is a wrestler. You know. Mm. But I would agree with Glenn. Very much a charisma vacuum. My deal with her is that she's like legitimately stronger than anybody she would ever work with. Like physically stronger, right? Like she could pick up the ring if she wanted to. You know. Um. So it's hard for me when I watch her to think that she's struggling. You know, like if somebody's got her in a hole, there's a couple times Kiana, 
Kiana did okay. I don't have a problem with her. Uh, she got Ivy in a few holds, and Ivy almost looked bored with it. Like, like she could just power out of it at any time. Um, yeah. So that's – I'm not sure that people slapping a hold on her and making her sell is doing her any favors because she ought to be able to break any hold anybody puts her in. But but, it, but I like but, her. Again, they're selling this that she's stronger than anybody. Mm-hmm. But if when they put – when they will eventually send her up there, if you're if she's staying in there against somebody like Rhea Ripley, she's going to look how small she or is. Or Charlotte. Yeah, like Rayo or yeah. Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Be and, and hopefully, you know, they, they, they certainly don't need her to talk. They've been giving her a lot of time to talk on this show and on the UK show. Um, I don't know if they need to do that so much. Um, yeah. We saw a promo, another vignette, Brent, for Mr. Uh, 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 what is it? Vinny Vitti Vici, Vincent Venuti, um, uh, Miami Vice. What's his name? <laughs> Vinny Vinny Vici, I don't remember his name either. That's all I've known. Vinny something very normal, like Katana Chance. Very real human. Vinny 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 That's You got any guesses on this guy? Giovanni Vinci. That's his name. Yeah, Giovanni Vinci. I've got a guess on who I think this is. Um, I know. I would be interested to know if you boys have a guess as to who you think this is. I believe this man You're used to be in frozen in, up. I believe this man used to be in Imperium. Yeah. Ah. If, if you respond to that, I didn't hear you. We uh, uh we're having got, some some glitchy difficulties here this morning. We can hear you all right. So yep. as long as we can hear you, don't worry. Yeah, we can hear you just fine. You just look like you're you look like you've been you've been up all night. It's I fine. see the countdown clock. Looks like we're still yeah. recording. I can't hear you. <laughs> I've had my go. (laughs) And as you say, the farm internet still carries on. Okay, it was uh, so this guy, I'm pretty sure it's Fabian Eichner. That's who I'm going with. I'm thinking it's Fabian Eichner. Italian. Yeah. Sounds like a Bond villain. Or he makes a really good frozen pizza. Can't wait to get that Giovanni pizza, pal. It's gonna be delicious. And I'm back. And you're back. Yay. So I missed if I missed you know, the question I asked before I disappeared down the wormhole was if we had any guesses on who this Giovanni Vinci is. Brent, you were talking when I came back. Uh, I missed your answer if you had one. Fabian Eichner. Fabian Eichner. We've cracked it. Yep. That's <laughs> who I was thinking too. <laughs> it's got to be Eichner, right? Yeah. Well, he's a, like Glenn said, he's Italian, so of course. He is Italian, and I think the people like him, and he was never officially released on any of those lists of releases that we have seen as of late. Has to be him, right? It'd be a stunner yeah. if it wasn't. Oh, definitely. Um, all I'm glad is that they've not suddenly fed him into the uh, the mobster story. Well, that's the thing. That. That's what I was going to ask. Is this too close to Tony D.? That depends on how he plays it. Yeah. We're going to have another fucking turf war. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Shit. Now that really, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I can't see him playing it the same way that Tony D does. He's not going to be the mafiosa or anything. 
and Jeremy has gone again, I think. It seems like he's going to be I, like... This. I'm not yeah. hearing you guys. You keep cutting out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I, I think he's going to play the Frozen whole... Frozen like a Giovanni Vinci pizza. Is what <laughs> okay, <laughs> stop talking and get yourself back in. There we are. You're back again, are you? Still glitchy on my end. Y'all keep talking until... Uh... Yeah. I'm, if y'all can hear me, I'm going to hop out and get back in. I don't know All what's right, going cool. on. Yeah, no way, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think he's gonna play the whole, you know, like I'm rich and better than you gimmick. Yeah. He's probably gonna come out in the suit like fucking Cesaro used to. You remember? Yeah, like him yeah. army. Yep, it's and definitely so gonna happen. Gucci loafers and all the rest of it. Yeah, the, the I'm gonna make a joke that I always make with the mayor that gets lost on him. But hey, check it out, mayor. Glenn, we've got a guest. It's Eddie Dennis. Yeah, right in my basement. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. I have seen. Device is not connected, you say, for him at the moment. So, get you a horse that runs on a wheel, pal, and make your internet work a lot better. He definitely have any problem with his internet. What else did we see on this show? What came after this, Glenn? I don't remember. I can't. I, to be honest, I scooted through it because I knew that we'd be talking more about Saturday than this, and now we've ended up talking about half hour on this. Well, you know. What was the main event of this show? I don't even remember. Um, what's it? Is the man with the notes? He's back. I'm back. That's how good it was. Back again. Maybe it's a me problem. I keep getting uh, froze out and, and dropped. It is. It is a you problem. It is a me problem. I've heard that more than once in my life. <laughs> yeah, every time you drop out, me and Glenn are just fine. But you, you, you keep talking, but you can't hear us. And you even you even manage to throw in a good gimmick joke, even though you're talking to yourself. <laughs> impressive. I think we've lost our host, you know. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to a work in progress. Me and Glenn are going to go ahead and watch some WCW 2000 now. And be yeah, we've got the other half. <laughs> there we go, pal. <laughs> so anyway I don't know I this show was completely forgettable for me because I don't even remember um, I'm trying to think in my mind who was even in the main event but I don't know I, uh, let, me, let me consult my notes shall we, Cause, there we go. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is wonderful radio <laughs> you ain't lying uh, there we go to be fair, though, technically wise, we have one episode like this in about every 20, so it's not too bad. Well, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. 2.0 results here. Yeah. So I, I do so many notes for uh, the Thursday show that I don't bother with the Tuesday show because we just sort of sail through it. I get it. I mean, I get it. Like, like I said, I can't even remember half the shit that ever happens, and I never take notes. Video results. No, that didn't happen. Talk about it, folks. Well, <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong week. Music. What day was NXT even on? What what date was it? Oh, here we go. Now I got it. The main event was. Oh, Cameron Grimes versus Nathan Frazier. How could we forget the best match on the show? Yeah, it was. It was that was that was a good match. It really was. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Nathan Frazier, I love his entrance. They gave him a really cool entrance, how, like, the heartbeat thing goes around, and then it comes around to where he's at, and he comes out of the smoke. I thought that looked really cool. Yeah, that it's uh, he's back there. Maybe. Don't get your hopes up. Right. Are you back with us? No, he's not back with us. We can see him, but he can't hear us. Hey! Oh, I can hear you. You can hear us. I heard, you, talk, hear I heard you talking about Nathan Fraser's intro, Brent, and I'll have you know I wrote down that it was badass. <laughs> Very. Bit like your internet at the moment. <laughs> Internet's two stars, pal. There we are. We're back. <laughs> Hopefully we can get through the rest of the show. more. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are if you are having an adult beverage while listening to this show, I want you to go ahead and take a drink every time Glenn says we're back. Take a sip when he's like, say uh, we're back. Professional people business here. That's what we are. I tell you what. As I say to Brent, though, it, this happens basically once every sort of 20 episodes or so, so we don't do too badly. Could be worse. Yeah, I guess we got a we, we we get a pretty good run of, of good work, I guess. Uh, well, the the main event of that program, well, uh, I don't know what I'm, discussion I missed on that, um, as I was lost in the interwebs. Uh, Frazier and Grimes was this was this Frazier's first NXT 2.0 loss? Yes. Yeah, because he won it. He won it in the other one. It's only his second match, and he won the other one. So, yeah, it was his first loss. Well, there we go. I think they got more of a plan for him than they have for any of the other UK people that they brought over. Yeah. I don't think he's going yeah. back. No, no, I don't. I think he's over there for good now. Yeah, I think you're right. I hope he stays. He's just so good, so damn good and crisp. Everything he does is crisp. Um but, uh, you know, I think you know, just to sum up the Tuesday program, you know, very – it's kind of like what we always say, right? I mean, the stuff in between the bells, very good. No real problems. Nothing really offensive in any way. Uh, not a bad not a bad program this week for, uh, for the Tuesday people. Um, after Tuesday usually comes Wednesday. And <laughs> – uh, I was doing you know. something different on Wednesday evening. I was, you know, minding my own business. Um, <laughs> and old Brandon Banks got old Brandon Banks got on the internet and uh, decided to um, start um, having an aneurysm about something that MJF was doing. <laughs> and uh, I love Banks, and I you know respect his opinion. He's our official POB AEW correspondent. So when he said I needed to stop what I was doing. And go look at MJF. That's exactly what I did. Brent, yep. did you get a chance to see MJF from this past Wednesday? I did watch it, yeah. Okay. Um, talk about it. I mean, it was a passionate, spirited promo from what seems to be a disgruntled employee. Um, it's probably, people say punk pipe bomb, but I think this is, this is 10 times better than that because the energy that he brought to it. And uh, I don't know, it was really great. I mean, I usually don't get too crazy about anything that I usually see on an AEW show because it's usually just not my kind of wrestling, but this was really, really good. Very good stuff. Probably the promo of a lifetime right there. I imagine you just, oh 
God, he cut out. Heard about every third word of you. God damn it. Yeah, you're back anyway. <laughs> again. Drink. <laughs> Take a sip. It's happening again. Drink. <laughs> uh. Right. Are you still waiting for the game? Jeremy's now having a hardcore match. I absolutely love this promo. <laughs> Please, somebody uh, else talk about it because I apparently can't. My shit is broken. <laughs> Yeah. Try one more time to go out. Here's the, I mean, oh, I, I, I don't know if y'all can hear me or not. We can, if you can hear us. Goddamn power. I'm just going to start talking. I don't know if y'all can hear me or not. I don't know if what I'm saying is being recorded, but I'm going to say something for a second here. The thing about if we're not trying to make, if a professional wrestler's not trying to make us believe their bullshit, there's absolutely no point in any of this. Making people believe is job one. It always should be. And MJF was 1,000% working that night, the other night. 1,000% working. But for a second, just for a goddamn moment, it made it real. It sounded legitimate. It's believable. And... That's the number one job of anything that any of these people should be doing. Make us believe, make it real, sell us, work us, talk to us. And he was looking dead ass into the camera, and that's what he was doing. It was a hell of a piece of business. And credit to MJF, because for a second, I forgot that he was working. Yeah. And that is why he's probably the best promo in the business at the moment. He's, he just, yeah. from the minute he went, I'm going to talk to you as Maxwell Joseph Friedman. You knew that shit was going to happen. And it did. And he ripped into everybody absolutely brilliantly, right through from the management to the fans, everybody, but didn't do it in an insulting way. Well, it makes it more be believable. He did insult one man, but. <laughs> I can't hear shit. Maybe Put yourself off, babe. <laughs> and then the, the, I tell you the, what the, I'm gonna do. Okay. Go um, ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. You go do what you gotta do. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take my computer, I'm gonna throw it in a plastic bag, and I'm gonna go throw it in the river. All right, and then I'm going to get a brand new computer, fire it up, and see what happens. So I, you guys keep talking. Um, I'll come back when I can. I'm going to restart my whole deal and see if that doesn't help. All right? All I'll right. be right back. Y'all keep going. Sounds yeah, good. I could always edit anyway, so don't worry about it. Yeah, but with the whole thing about that, there was only two bits. I, I said that, I was, that, 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 that was the only bit of uh, dynamite that I was going to talk about because – for obvious reasons. I don't want to be negative about things. And there was a lot of negatives in this show. But the, the main event as well wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all, which was um, Moxley mm -hmm. against... Oh, <clears throat> who was it against? I can't... It was one of Jericho's mob. Um, and, uh, Daniel and, uh, Garcia? That's it, yeah. Okay. Um, 
they're all building to this blood and guts match. So of course Moxie has to Moxie has to blade himself, didn't he? You know, and it ends up with a face full of blood. My only problem with this is if 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 you're gonna show me blood every single week, then every single week it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything, no. But apart from that, it wasn't a bad match, which actually shows that it was. Uh, I don't, really, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to upset Brandon. <laughs> so, I know what his favorite bit. I know what fa his favorite bit of the show would be, and I, I would vehemently disagree with him. So I'm not going to actually say anything. We don't want to lose our AEW correspondent. No, no, we're not going to do that here. I usually just try to say it's just it's not for me, pal. That's just not my type of wrestling. If you like it, cool, but it's just not for me. That's exactly it. That is exactly it. That's my my take on it as well. That. Uh, and then with the, the MJF promo, I just wanted to say that like what well, people on the internet arguing about is if it's a work or a shoot, does it fucking matter? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. If they, made, doesn't, if they made you believe it, then good. Who cares? Um, and the fact that there's the argument shows how good he is. Yep. But people don't know. Then why would you? Why do you need to know? This is entertainment. Suspend your disbelief for a little, five minutes. Right, like, do you do people go online and look up how the the fucking Doctor Strange movie ends before they went to fucking see it? No, you get pissed off when you freaking find out about spoilers. So I don't understand the obsessive need or want to know about what goes on backstage. Like, I don't care. Just show oh, it to I, me on TV. Otherwise, I don't fucking care. Don't you think that wrestling was a, a lot better before we knew what was before everybody was marked and knew what was going on in the business? Exactly. Um. The whole and what they can't what they can't understand is that the professional wrestlers are actually taking the piss out of them. This whole Jericho, we're sports entertainment, the Jericho Appreciation Society, is actually taking the piss out of the people that are marking out over them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just, it, it, it just annoys me that people can't enjoy something for the sake of enjoying it. Right. There has to be... I have to know every single aspect about everything or I can't just enjoy it. Get to sit back and enjoy it. I got to get on and debate whether this thing was real or not and it doesn't fucking matter. If you thought it was real, then they did their damn job. Which would have led us nicely into the twat of the week, but I don't want to do that till Jeremy's back. So, let's <laughs> see if he ever comes back. I'd say if he ever comes back, pal. I think we might have to carry on this show without him. What day are we on? It's Wednesday now, so mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, I didn't. I don't watch. I didn't watch Dynamite. I only watched, and I didn't even watch the promo on Dynamite. I watched it on Twitter when somebody posted it later on. Um, my favorite part was the fucking Mark part. That made me laugh. I thought it was really yeah. funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, and, and Wardlow. Uh, they, they, they took this rather large jobber and fed him to Wardlow, which is exactly what they needed to do. Oh, yeah, they just powerbombed the crap out of him. <laughs> 
gonna turn any of this off here. We do ready there. Get down. I'm gonna turn them off. <laughs> Anybody that's not watched the any episodes of uh, Mary Superstars, uh, that is a lampstand that Fred has got there, and obviously it looks like Eddie Dennis because he's sticks in as well. Because <laughs> he looks like a lamp, yes. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to talk about this, but so so CM Punk has now got an injury. Did he have a match on Dynamite? Did CM Punk have a yeah, match on Dynamite? Had a tag match at the beginning. Okay, and so I, I'm assuming that that's when he when he got this injury, or it must have been because there was no mention of it. Okay, you can come out to afterwards that there was any injury, right? And so. Because I knew of the injury, there was little, little, little telltale signs towards the end of the... It was like a six-man tag, as they do. It was him and... What was it? Ten-man or something. I can't... Oh, here we go again. It was, it was some sort of bullshit. My memory is absolutely terrible, and I only watched it this morning. I just wanted to get into, you know, he's hurt. And then they got, have you seen this convoluted situation that they've got to decide who's going to be the interim champion? No, I haven't seen that yet. Okay, so John, get ready, Glenn. Are you ready? Here we go. John Moxley's the number one contender. So there's going to be a battle royal. And that battle royal will then face John Moxley. But then they have some sort of match going on in Japan where the Tanahashi is going to face some other guy. And if he wins, then he goes to it's it goes to the forbidden door to face whoever wins between Bob, John Moxley and this other said person. And then that person will be the AEW interim champion. <sighs> okay. Are you making any sense to you? I'm back. I can hear you guys. Hey, and you're, you're, a lot, you're glitching or anything. Take a and you're, a lot, you're a lot clearer now as well. You. Oh, good. Your hair looks nicer too. Did you comb your hair? Well, I just might just run my fingers through it. It's uh, a little bit out of control for for very good reasons that we're not going to go into at this particular moment. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what went on there during the week that there's gunge in the works? Gunge. Gunge. <laughs> definition. Can else. you use <laughs> definition, please? Um, a slimy, viscous. Substance. <laughs> so dumb. what did I miss? What did you guys talk about while I was going? <laughs> Not that. We, were talking, <laughs> we didn't talk we were, about that. <laughs> um, we were talking about. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I left y'all. I left. We were talking about MJF. I assume you guys moved on, which is fine. We, we, we wrapped that up after I had a little rant about Mark and how people can't just suspend disbelief and watch a show for the fact of watching a show. Mm. Uh, and they have to know the ins and outs of it and what goes on backstage and all this yeah. surmising, is it a work or is it a shoot? Then we moved on to another good bit, which was Wardlow mm. being um, absolutely decimating some rather large jobber gentleman. And then we were just talking about uh, the CM Punk injury. So are they just going to give a title to somebody? Is that what they're going to do? There's oh, no, here, you're the champ now? <laughs> Brent just went through it all. No, I'm oh, sorry. No, I know, don't repeat I, it. 
I don't have the you. I don't have the lung capacity to get it all out again. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot. I can't do it again. Okay, all right. Shut the door because uh, my flatmate decided to come in and started hoovering. Oh well then. Hoovering. That's I think that's vacuuming, right? Okay. So but not some... nothing to do with gunge. <laughs> it could though. I feel like I feel like <laughs> hoovering could lead to gunge. Can you hoover gunge? Is it is it possible to hoover gunge? I think so. We'll just go with yes. Don't let him answer. Move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't need to go into any detail on that. Uh, okay, all right. So, anything else on the AEW before we uh, before we continue on? I think we move on from there. All right, all right. Well, next up on the calendar is Thursday, and there was a there's a pretty decent program on our television. On our, you know, anybody that got their cock up on Thursday. Raise your hand um, to watch that program. More than once, uh, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was the episode where we saw the, the tag team match for the title. Before that, we saw the Thunderstorm Sam Gradwell against the Geico Caveman Von Wagner. Um, Brent, uh, meaty men slapping meat here. Is that what you saw? That's exactly when you. I was getting ready for you to ask me what I saw on this one, and I was going to say big meaty men slapping meat. That's what we saw on this one. Nothing wrong with Talk this to, match. Yeah, you yeah. guys hitting Talk each to. other hard. Uh, Von Wagner's really coming around, uh, like on, on like not in the ring and his stuff that he does behind the scenes because he like he's very subtle and to the point when he talks, but he doesn't need to you know dance around and say say stupid shit. So, uh, that, yeah. yeah, really good match. That's what I wrote down about this one was just. Wagner is really coming into his own just with all the power stuff. That's all he needs to do. He's just a power guy. All his power moves look good. Gradwell's the right guy to to go in there and take all that stuff. This was pretty much Wagner dominating the whole time, you know, um, which I guess is what they want because they're trying to get him over. Um, so we'll, we'll see what they do with him when he's when he gets back uh, to the U.S. Do you think, Glenn, I know you have uh, – Various inside sources. Are, are we wrapping up here with the with the Yankees on Thursday? Uh, do you think we're going to see any more? Um, are they going to bring in anybody that we haven't seen yet for a little mini run? Uh, what What do your sources say, Glenn? Um, my sources are being very quiet at the moment, mm. so I'm not sure what's happening. But there's definitely something in the wind that mm. everybody's keeping tight lips about. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, uh, so my note on Sam Gradwell against Von Wagner was Sam doing gold selling and making Von Wagner look like a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Gradwell's the right guy in there to, to take all that stuff from Wagner. Yeah. It worked. It absolutely worked. Um, Brent, um, does, does a male work you in any way? Yeah. I don't, I don't ever know what she's talking about. Yes. But how does it make you feel when she's doing it? Uh, happy, I guess. Um, <laughs> Gunji. Not, um, even though, even when she doesn't speak in French, I think she does a really. She she speaks well uh, in English too, and I think this was a good promo from her. And I anytime you hear hear Brady Brookside going, "Oh, what do you mean?" It's just my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Makes me laugh. She's hilarious. It was a little concerned there for a second, Glenn, because I saw. A male there, and I saw Eliza Alexander there, and I knew I was only going to catch about every third word. <laughs> well, uh, did you or did you manage to understand a bit more of it than that? Well, 
I understand everything Brookside says. I, I like I like Brent's impression of her. Do it again, Brent. Do your do your Braddy Brookside impression. What do you mean, <laughs> my daddy? Uh, it works. It's good shit. It's good shit. Uh, I like Alexander. You know, if they're gonna do Alexander in a male, uh, I got no problem with that. That'll be uh, that ought to be pretty good. What I love now is, as Brent said, is her English is good enough that she could cut a decent promo in English. And then you know where she's really pissed off when she goes ranting in French. And oh, my goodness. And what she says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, but it don't yeah. matter. It don't whoa. matter. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. It's just like, whoa. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, hey, don't shout. Right, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good shit, good shit. Um, What else did we see on this program? We saw more... Before that, we got a huge plug for Hell in a Cell. So uh, a lot of these. Yeah. They're obviously yeah. selling the uh, the premium live event heavily to uh, especially the UK contingent for tonight. But, okay, let me just, just you know, um, kind of a mental exercise here. If a person is watching the UK show on the cock, does that does the sort of person who would watch the UK show need to be sold on watching Hell in a Cell? No. <laughs> that's why that's why I think that it was more not for not for people watching on the cock. It was more for people that are watching randomly still on the network in Europe to sell. Mm. Okay. Okay, y'all still have the network. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Lucky bastards. I know. <laughs> Lucky bastards. Uh we saw we saw more with uh with your boy Glenn Mark Andrews. We saw a little parking lot situation with um with Williams. Cockroach. Yes. The cockroach Kitty Williams. Um Brent, I don't know if I've ever asked you, who do you think the guy in the mask is? Who is the Black Scorpion character in this situation? Do you have a guess? Do you have a? Do you think you know who that might be? I don't remember his name, but I remember when I first started watching NXT UK because I was listening to a show called Piece of Business and they were telling me how great it is. And Kenny Williams had a tag team partner that he had a loser leaves town mm -hmm. match with, and I believe that that's going to be this man. It's got to be. Got to be him, right, Glenn? Got to be. It's got to be. Okay, very good. We we got that figured out. We got that sorted out. Uh, what else happened after this? Did we go straight? To, was there another? Oh, there was another match. We saw old uh, old four D Stevie Turner against uh, Miss Angel Hayes. Oh, oh Angel Hayes. Um, I wrote here when she came with the she. Jeez, uh, her full name is already in the ring. And <laughs> One day she will get an intro. <laughs> she did last week, didn't she? Because she was in that tag team match. I thought she got an entrance last week. But she might have because her partner may have may have earned yeah. earned an intro. Male, right? If she were already in the ring, Angel Hayes, and then here comes the yeah. That's funny, Glenn. Good job. Good, good job. Stevie Turner and Angel Hayes. You know, this was a uh, obviously a, a an opportunity for for Turner to get another win. I, I've been high on her for a long time. I think. I think Brent, you've slowly come around on her. 
Yeah, no, I think I like it. Maybe you like the weird space alien gimmick or whatever she was doing before, but I like this better. And, okay. you know, they're going to need somebody else coming up to face Mako, and maybe it's going to be Stevie Turner because Mako's beat everybody else. I mean, everybody else she's beaten, so it's got to yeah. be somebody. So And I she's like got Stevie Ivy Turner. Nile coming up soon, and Ivy's not going to beat her. No. You guys were talking about Ivy Nile looking looking bored while she's selling. Well, she's going to be selling like a motherfucker next to her. Yeah, she's not going to have a choice. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna, you know, and that's gonna be good because that's somebody believable that that can that can stretch uh, Ivy. You know, it's not so believable that Kiana James could do it, but I'm excited yeah. for the Ivy and uh, Mako match. That ought to be a good one. She's gonna learn today. That's what's gonna happen. Gonna learn today. That's right. <laughs> um, then I think we went. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, just on this one. Um, yep. I'm glad that somebody has listened to us and convinced that Stevie that as I've been saying for months now, that Paddington isn't in the fourth dimension, it's in West London. Right. That that never made sense. She's introduced from being from the fourth dimension. Oh, right over there, in that neighborhood, yonder, right there. Yeah. I did not uh, hear that one in the Brit quiz. I would have said false. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have been correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh after this, did we pretty much go straight to the uh, the to the tag team championship? Am I remember that correctly? We did. Okay. Um, I, I'm no fan of these kind of multiple tag team matches. Um, and if I got to be honest, I, the the result um, was already spoiled for me. Thank you, Twitter. Me too. Um, yeah. So I knew the result. So I kind of just zoomed what? through this one. <laughs> Zoomed through it just so I could see the finish, just so I could see how they did it. Yeah. Um, talk about it, Glenn. Talk about this match. Anything? Um, um, for an NXT UK main event, it was nothing special. Mm. It was just a match to get to the result. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it was all about the losers, as it usually yeah. is with NXT UK. The story was with the losers. Um, my big take from this is. You've been saying it for a few weeks now about Charlie Dempsey being the main man in De Familia. And obviously the, the, the crowd there agree with you because when they mm. were introducing De Familia and they were doing their in-ring pro bit, bit at the beginning, there were chants of, where's Charlie? Uh. <laughs> yep, he's the guy. He's the one. Over like Rob. Um, yeah, the thing you know, the what I didn't connect, you know, the story that Bait and Seven have been have been telling us with 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 Seven, yeah, doing whatever it takes to win, right? Not afraid to cheat, not afraid to bend the rules. Tyler Bait being the young Zen Jedi Master, wanting to do things the right way. Um, Bait, I mean, a Seven not being that. I didn't connect the fact. I didn't really understand what he was doing until this thing was over. Um, because when it was over, Seven said he's done. He said, I'm done. I, I was in this as long as we were the champions, and I'm done. And it never connected with me. That's why he was cheating. Mm -hmm. He was cheating to not be done. He yeah. didn't want to be done. He was doing whatever it would take to hang on. And I never really connected that, that idea. Um, so to me, that made it... Um, that much better. I don't know. I, I didn't appreciate what he was doing really until after this match. They pulled it all together for you. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. 
that sneaky Trent Seven, that bastard. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't connect exactly why he was doing that. I thought he was just being a heel, but that's exactly. not what he was doing. And to be fair, I knew exactly where they were going with this, and I had to keep quiet for weeks with you. I could not going to spoil it for you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, Brent, did the right team win? Okay, we know Seven and Bate did not win. Did the right team win? I, I mean, I, I like Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter a lot, um, but I just don't understand that if this is what we were going to do and they were going to win the championships, of why they didn't just do it already. I don't know. Yeah. I fig- I thought that D-Familiar should have been the team. We were, like I said, I don't have any problem with Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith as a tag team. Mm-hmm. They're great, but they lost two matches. Why didn't they just yeah. win the second one if this is what we were going to do? Yeah, yeah. It's like they stretched it out a few more weeks than they needed to. Yeah. Glenn's uh, but- got something. Oh, Glenn's got his finger over his lip, so he either wants to say something or he's not going to say something. He ain't saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a worker, that Glenn I'll Abbott, that armbar Abbott. We'll tell you something off air. Okay. okay. We're going to stick right. around. Uh, Patreon subscribers only. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I would have liked to have seen D-Familia win. Um Maybe not. Uh, maybe not yet. I don't know. But uh, I would have liked to see them win. I would have liked them to do kind of like a bloodline sort of situation over there with all three of them having belts. Uh, I do think Dempsey's the guy to take it off of Ilya at some point, um, whenever that's going to happen. But I like Brent said, I have no problem with Carter and Smith. They're a good tag team. Um, uh, so I'd be interested to see how they how they work with. Uh, as the champions. So what's happening next week on the UK? Next week is Nile and Satamora. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've got no notes on what what's happening next week. Yeah, it's oh, next week. Tell us. No, I've got no notes on what's happening. Oh, you've got no notes. Okay. I believe okay. Kenny I think Williams and Mark next. Andrews is next week as well. Okay. Yes. So we'll get a, a Black Scorpion angle there, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and then uh, they're setting up a male and either Alexander or Brooks. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm all for that. Ought to be a good program next week as usual. Um, SmackDown was the next thing on the hit parade. I got nothing from SmackDown. Glenn, you got anything from SmackDown? Not really. Just more a, a riddle being riddle. He ended okay. up. They've sold on a Shinsky um, injury now as well. Mm. So poor old riddle ended up. Fighting both Usos on his own, and mm. okay. So the brand split is it officially over? No, I think so. Okay. How do we feel about that, Brent? Where are you on the brand split? Keep it separate, or you don't you you want them combined? I mean, I don't have a problem with them being combined, um, especially with the smaller size roster that they have now. They don't have you know as many bodies in the back to throw out there as they used to, but. Mm-hmm. I like the bland split if you're going to 100% commit to it. I don't feel like they ever 100% commit to it, so I just do away mm-hmm. with it. If you're not going to be 100% with it, just get rid of it. When you've only got 12 women on your roster, there is no way you could do a brand split. Yeah. 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 I I agree. I've always I've always supported the idea that uh, there should be not there should not be a brand split. So I, I'm good with it. I know some people disagree, but I like Especially, it. You know, the writing's been on the wall. Yeah. Like, they're uh, amalgamated the Universal Champion and the, and the WWE Championship. They've amalgamated the tag team belts. The women's have been one belt for ages. Yeah. It, or, yeah. It, 
it'll come it'll come down at some point either Ronda and whoever they'll they'll probably where Charlotte comes back and she takes a belt back and there'll be a big amalgamation of the women's titles as well. Yeah. yeah. As it should be. I think as it should be. All right. Well, and there really only needs to be one mid-table belt as well, because uh, there's no point in having the US and the Intercontinental. Oh, guess what? Next week we got we've got Gunther versus Ricochet, so R.I.P. Ricochet. Yep, uh, <laughs> yep. I think we, we, we yes, <laughs> yeah. put put the IC title on of Gunther and then have him call pull out uh, theory as they're calling him now. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna become the European champion. Squash him as well and just have the IC and uh, US belts amalgamate. I would, I would not, uh, I would not dislike that. Give Walter a huge run, just squashing people. Yep, as he should, as he should. Giving the intercontinental title a a bit of a meaning again by just going around squashing everybody. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, All right, well, let's talk about the program that we watched last night. NXT had a PLE, right? A premium live event. NXT PLE IHY or IYH. Letters are hard, Um, especially (laughs) when you got so many goddamn many of them. Uh, In Your House was last night. Let's talk about this a little bit. Um, We started the program with the, the unification of the families, right? The turf war. Battle the Legados versus Tony D and his guys. The stipulation being the losers now are absorbed into the family of the winners. Um, Britt, start talking about it, please. As a match, as a match, talk about it as a match. So, the match is fine, nothing wrong with the match. There was nothing in the match that when I watched, I said, Oh, god damn it, this is stupid, or you know, I threw my hands up and walked out of the room, nothing like that. It was, yeah, it was a decently fine six man tag. I mean, it did have a lot of spots where it broke down, but I didn't feel like it had too many spots where it broke down. It wasn't just a mess everywhere, so that was nice. Um, the people in the building loved it, they were freaking all there. Was one certain gentleman in the front row that had a number 17 Dolphins jersey on that I wanted to just punch right in the face? I just wanted to just. (laughs) I want to find him and punch him. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't like that guy's face. But anyway, yeah, no, the, the crowd was really hot for this opening match. Yeah, I, I, the match was good. I can't say anything bad about the match. Yeah. You Can like I, Tony D's guys? I like the I like the uh the 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 two the two dimes guy a little bit better than the other guy, but they're they've definitely got something, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn, agree, disagree? I definitely agree. Um have you seen a six-man tag at Double or Nothing and a six-man tag in your house? Interesting your to house, compare the two, huh? The in your house one was so much better. It was so much less. Why? Of a rush. Well, it was just the whole, there was more of a story to it. It wasn't just one giant absolute, mm, I, I, I hate you keep using this word. But it's how you sum it up. Plus the fuck. <laughs> it was where there's so many interchanging parts going on mm. so fast that you can't keep up with what's going on. Yeah. This felt yeah. more like a wrestling match. It did. And, <laughs> Imagine. Even, and even when people were outside the ring, 
They were doing things. There was nobody hiding or having going off for five minutes to have a break. Waiting for their to queue to get back on stage. Yeah, which which quite often happens in six man tags. It seems organic. Yeah. Which is they managed to build build to a hot tag, like a heat hot tag on a face versus face match. I mean a heel versus heel match, which you don't ever see because Tony and his guys were doing such a good job of quick tags in and out and keeping the legato guy in their corner which was you know total heel tactic so it yeah. got the fans behind legato so uh it was a yeah. six-man match it was really good and as you said yeah. as you said on, on twitter uh you're not a fan of the way that legados work mm-hmm. that sort of lucha libre style. That style yeah yeah but it worked within this because it didn't seem as choreographed as the mm. way that they do the Lucha Libre style in AEW. Mm-hmm. Now we've yeah. lost Daryl. I've tried all this episode not to lose Brad and Banks, and now he's just <laughs> hung up on us and gone away. Oh, no. Banks tells us when he disagrees. That's why we love him. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. It felt like a real wrestling match, and sometimes these types of matches don't. There were stakes that mattered to the people in the match, and they got that across. Um, I thought the finish was going to go a different way. I, I think I picked the right team, and I, yeah. I was correct in my pick, but I just saw it going a different way. Um, Brent, how does this play out? So the Legatos are now in the service of Tony D'Angelo. Um, what's going to happen? I, I that's the problem with this is when you look at it and you see that stipulation, you're like, okay, so now, now what? what? Exactly. Because this should have absolutely been the, the finish blow off to this entire uh-huh. feud. And now we have to keep it going into where, into what is it going to be like when John Cena joins the Nexus where you could be Nexus and still be against us or some shit like that. It just, yeah. I just don't know where you go from here. Good luck. Yeah. yeah that's the thing too. I, I, I was hoping, like you said, I hope this was the blow off forever. But it can't be right because now they've they've they have to have legatos in the service of Tony. He's gonna run them through stupid menial tasks. He's gonna have them cleaning toilets or whatever it is, you know, at the pizzeria or the bada bing, hey. wherever Tony hangs out. Yeah, you know. Um, so we're gonna see those kind of you know stagey vignettes, those little you know that kind of stuff. Um, it just won't end, but uh, I don't know. I thought that Lopez was going to be the linchpin in this whole thing, and I still think she might be. Um, I, watch that Lopez. Watch yeah. her. She's, she's I'm, I'm wondering if they're building this to War Games. Oh, you think? Well, War Games is until they... like November. I know. God damn it. They can move it, right? It doesn't have to be in November. The way, they they, it? Well, the, way they, the way they're going through these themed shows or 2.0 at the moment, it could well be moved from November. Uh, yeah. uh, it seems that the only way that Delgado, uh, Delgado are going to get out of it is by them coming to an agreement that, you know, for yours forever or we get out of this at war games. Yeah. You earn their freedom in, in war games, right? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Maybe it, if that's what they're doing, I just hope they move war games up because I don't, I don't necessarily need to see legato's clean toilets until November. November no. 
That's how not many remedial jobs can they do? Exactly. Right. The trouble is, is what will happen. Hey, grab the guns, mop. The trouble is, is what will happen to to them is exactly what's happened to Wendy Chu. Is uh, one week it was funny, but after that, it's gone yeah. You can't go to that well too often. No. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So it was a good opener, a good opener to this program. Uh, the next match we saw uh, the Toxie Pals, uh, Dolan and Jane, defending their tag team titles against. Uh, do they even have a team name? Uh, no. Katana Chance and Caden Carter. They have a team oh, name now, haven't they? They, they do now. <laughs> well. Oh, the powers gave it to them, and the lollipop guild for weeks. <laughs> I was gonna call them the dance squad because they came out to. Oh my god, this this entrance was so corny and just the worst. God, I hated it so much. I want to turn the whole program off. You've got two small, light women. The last thing you need to do is highlight that. By having some hunky guys coming and literally throw them into the ring, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, who are these motherfuckers? These guys marched them down and they long darted them into the <laughs> ring. And old Katana is just smiling and happy to be there. Uh, I hate it so much. With those flashing shoulder pad things as well. Who do they think they are? Pretty deadly? The Legion Pretty of deadly. Dance, pal. The Legion of Dare it is. <laughs> the Legion of Dance. I like it. I like, like it. Like um, says, pass it out. Give it for free. <laughs> yeah, pass it out. One's for free. Um, yeah, so this match, um, Dolan and Jane are getting better and better. I think that's a positive. Um, they look, they were in control of most of this thing, as they should be. They're both twice as big as their opponents here. Um I really believe Dolan, if she went into business for herself, would legitimately murder them. Um, and like I told you guys last night, the thing about Katana, ugh, I hate saying that out loud. Um, the thing about her is that she cannot do any offensive wrestling moves. No. <laughs> it's a problem. It's okay. <laughs> off the ropes and spring right. and <laughs> She can only do stunts and she misses half of them. Yeah. There was one point where Dolan had her in like a, a side headlock or something, and she was like throwing forearms into Dolan's stomach. And I imagine that's probably like a fly landing on your stomach a whole bunch of times. Right, right, nothing right. that she ever going to do to me is going to be believable. Sorry, no, it's just I just yeah. I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah, especially when you got abs like Gigi Dolan. She's not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or Gigi Dolan's butt cheeks weighs more than both these girls combined. Oh, yeah. Strong. She got a low center of gravity, that girl. Um, and we won't go any higher than that. No. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stop right there. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is what it was. Right winners, for sure. What do we think? Do we think? I, I think that uh, I think they're moving uh, Chance up. I think they're going to put her on Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. I really do. I'm not saying it's the right I mean, thing to do, but I, I think mean, that's what's about to happen. I think they're done. on she for like a decade, so. Yeah, I think they're done there. Um, I hope so. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. But a good, the right winner here. Yeah. You think that if you put a, if you put her into a program with like Zelina Vega, she's not going to look so small. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. I think that's a, that's still, a good Zelina idea. Zelina Vega looks like a grown ass woman and Katana Chance yeah. looks like a fucking seven year old. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, I know, I know that, but she's well. You're just saying that, Brent, because we all know you have a type. (laughs) He's nodding vigorously over there. Fair, Um, very fair. I'm just gonna, you know, I'll just say that Miss Vega reminds you of Mrs. Piles, and that's there's nothing wrong with that, sir. A little bit. (laughs) My guy has a type. All good. Uh, So yeah, that is what it was, right, winner? Uh, Next match. Hayes and Grimes. This is for the North American title match. How many times have we seen these guys, Glenn? Uh, only once before, I believe. It feels like we've seen them a bunch. Yeah, no, it's, I thought that, but they've talked about it a lot. Yeah. And they did bring it up in commentary that the only time that they've actually crossed paths. Is in that ladder match. Well, they also had a tri- didn't they have a triple threat match with? Oh, Sokoa was in the ladder match. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Okay, that, that's that, what it was. Yeah. So yeah. they're not actually. Although okay. it, it seems like it feels got- like it. It feels like I've seen this match a dozen times. Yeah. yeah. They're not. They've not. They've not actually been in the ring apart from one. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. They had some uh, tag matches, right? Because Sokoa and him. Yeah, they had tag yeah, matches. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I feel okay. like these guys have been feuding for a year. Yeah. <laughs> it really feels that way. It definitely feels like it. Yeah. But well, this has to be the end of it, though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So Hayes is the winner here. Um, spoiler: know, anybody I hasn't know, seen it yet. I know. I I know where uh, Cameron Grimes is going. You know where Cameron Grimes? This is not, not. This is not. Not to the moon. This <laughs> is. This is not through any source or anything. This is putting two and two together. Um, Mr. Eli Drake. Slash night slash. Oh, was he somebody Dupree now? Max Dupree is that what he is now? It, yeah. Okay. On Friday, uh, he was in with Adam Pierce, and basically said, uh, "I've recruited my first member, and I to my modeling agency. Him, I will be introducing him to you next week." And I have a feeling that they'll do a name change, give him a shave, cut his hair, and uh, it will be Cameron Grimes. So they'll remove all the things that make him visually different than everybody else. Like yeah, his chest uh, hair and his beard yeah, and his sloppy yeah. hair. They've, 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 they've been working on it anyway. Uh, he's lost. Mm. He, no, he, he's, he's clean shaven as far as the chest goes. and. Mm. Trimming the beard and the hair's gone back a bit. And um, if they're going to move him up, they'll give him a new name and they'll give him a new image, and it will be part of Dupree's modeling agency. He could be a hell of a sponsor for Manscaped, that Cameron Grimes. He right? He's pretty good. <laughs> good. He absolutely could. This match was pretty good for me. I enjoyed it, uh, even though it felt like I'd seen it a million times. I thought it was all right. What these two seem to me to be doing were trying to outsell each other. And yeah. I that got a little bit distracting at times because I think they were they were trying to one up each other on how they would bounce off the mat or how they'd land or fall. Um, but I think they were doing it uh with, with good intentions. They were they were trying to uh put on a good program here. Uh Hayes wins the match is now his second reign as North American champion uh brent is is sokoa the next challenger there for that title 
Or do you uh, see Jeremy, something else I don't happen? know if you've watched NXT for the past, you know, six weeks, but Solo <laughs> got next. Uh, he's been saying yeah. it. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, but, he's yeah. been saying it. He's got next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so it's got to be him. So we'll see what we're doing with that. Uh, next up on this hit parade, Mandy Rose versus Wendy Chu. Wendy Chu and Mandy Rose. Um, I think this would be a good time to talk about a recurring segment on the program here. Um, you know, people that have been paying attention and following along have uh, noticed a new segment that we've broken out in the last few weeks. Trophies go out in the mail to the winners. We do not say the winners' names on the program. Um, you know, after their tweets, we expect that the authorities are looking for them, so we're not going to give them away. <laughs> Glenn, this match brings me to your first award winner this week. Glenn, talk about the twat of the week. And now it's time, you wrestling fans, for one and all to see the folks who failed at social media so recently. While no one can quite so compare to Roy back at his peak, our dearest Glenn is here to share his pick twat of the week. Well... Our first swat of the week. Um, there's two this week, but I'll go with the second one first because this bears relevance to what we were talking about just now. Uh, a gentleman who came to my attention, thanks to Mr. Piles there, um, highlighting what a squat he is, he, he posted on Twitter, Mandy can't wrestle. And it's a typical diva that Vince prefers as champion. There are other women there that should be champion. And then he put, I haven't watched NXT since October. Clearly an expert in the field. Right. Obviously. Oh. So, gentlemen, the field is yours as far as Brit. Where are you on people that have things to say about a subject, any subject? Uh, but then admit that they have no damn idea what they're talking about. Uh, where are you on those kind of people? You know, it's like if I, if I got online right now and I said, man, I just don't think the Great Britain fucking curling team is any good. They fucking they haven't won in years. There's no way they'll ever beat Sweden. Uh, but I don't watch curling. I've never watched curling in my life. That's that's how you sound. The funniest thing to me is people like this. They think that they, they, they tweet stuff like this and they think they've got some sort of revelation or they've broken ground or something. <laughs> right. Like you're the 73rd mark today that's tweeted that exact same thing. And then what is the point of someone says that they enjoy something and you jumping in there and saying, oh, that's stupid. It's dumb, but I don't watch it. I just don't, I don't get the point or need for people to do shit like this. Like, go live your life. Go touch some grass, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. I don't watch as a rule. I mean, just I just don't watch Major League Baseball. I mean, if it's a World Series game, game seven, something that matters, I might watch it. I'm not a regular Major League Baseball viewer. I know there are people that are. Um, it would be absolutely asinine for me to get on the get on the Twitter right now and start making statements about Major League Baseball teams and players. I, I have no context for it. I don't watch it. Um, do we need to talk about what he said, though? Okay, Mandy Rose as the typical Vince Diva champion. Um, yeah. What do we think about that? It's true. First, firstly, it is true. It's absolutely true. It's true. 
<laughs> Firstly, um, I'm pretty sure that Vince doesn't give a monkey's what happens in NXT. Probably not. As far as he, who has the belts, probably not. Or yeah, or any of it really. He's just keeping his eye out for the odd theory or that that, that yeah. he could bring up. And then he's probably taking the, the, the advice of Shawn Michaels and uh, the crew that are, that are around Shawn doing the day-to-day work on NXT rather than bothering with it himself. Yeah. Yeah. So that blows that out of the water to start yeah. with. You know, and I'm not I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with the with what the guy said about Mandy. I think there's truth in what he said about Mandy. It's just you you don't you admit you don't watch the program after you had an opinion. Anybody that does that is a twat. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, just keep your damn mouth shut. If you don't know anything about what you're talking about, um it would, just be, shut up. It would be interesting to ask this individual. Mm-hmm. That, these other women that should be champion. Who are they? Right. Because we watch it every week. And I mm-hmm. couldn't name one at the moment. Right. You know, there was uh, a re- there's a reason why we had a title match against Wendy Chu last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brent, yeah. where are you on Wendy Chu? Tell us something about Wendy Chu. Sorry. What happens Sorry. now with Wendy Chu? Sorry, before we get into Wendy, oh, Chu, go ahead. Um, so, what is he saying? Is he saying that it's going to be one of those? Because he's not watched this since October, right? Who would he suggest it to be? One of those. One of those that's either moved on up to the main roster, or one of those that have been released. Right. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. Who would he say should be the next person? This, this individual Raquel. that admits they don't know she's gone. Maybe to tell her yeah. she's gone. Not going to be Tegan. She's gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah. Everybody's gone. If he's not, what I think Indy's about to be gone. Unfortunately, yeah. She's about the only one left. If he's Alba not, Fire is the only one. Yeah. No, Alba, Alba in October last year. She was the NXT woman. She was doing NXT UK. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. She was just about coming up. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the the uh, there wasn't there wasn't people like Nikita Lyons or Lash Legend right. or any of them back in October. Yeah, or Roxanne Perez. No. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody in right. that division there's right now that can be champion. There's nobody from October left on that roster. No. I mean, Alba's the one, right? Alba's the believable one that could go in there and beat Mandy and be it and hold the championship, but they haven't built her up to that point yet because she's just been, you know, lighting her bed on fire and cutting promos. That's all she's been doing. They have, over the last couple of weeks, to be fair, um, been referring more to her as how strong she was in NXT UK. And mm-hmm. so I think that they are building her up. They're to be- getting there. They're getting there. She just needs to win a few matches on TV first. That's right. That's what she needs to do. Yeah. But, uh, Brent, what, what's next for Wendy Chu? 
And there was a point during this match where she she started to take that onesie off, and I mean this like not in like a perverted way, but I was like, "Yay!" You know, she's finally gonna break out of this onesie and do something else. But she only took yeah. it down halfway. Um, and it cost the match. And can you guys explain to me what was she trying to do with Mandy Rose's arms when she had her legs wrapped around her? She was she trying to stick Mandy Rose's arms inside of her pajamas? Because I didn't know what was happening. There. <laughs> I watched it devastating offense. Like, I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she was doing either. Uh, th this was not a good wrestling match. <laughs> Surprise. Um, thankfully, the right person won. I don't know where that leaves Wendy Chu, um, but hopefully they have gotten her away from from Mandy. Uh, we'll see what happens next. Um, next match. Pretty deadly tag team champions versus the creeds of diamond mine this was a stipulation match uh if creeds lose they are kicked out of diamond mine um brent what do you think about this we'll start talking about it. i mean this was the match of the night i mean yes, i don't think there was anything on this card that was better than this it was a really mm -hmm. good tag team match by two really good fucking tag teams um a little surprised that pretty deadly lost but I think we talked about this last night that I don't know if they're going to be very long for NXT 2.0 anymore anyway. They're probably, they need, they need tag teams desperately up on the main roster. And these guys would be perfect as long as they don't overproduce them. Um, yeah, but a really good match. I love the creeds, even though one of the creeds did wrestle at Duke university, which I now <laughs> proclaim that I have to hate them because that's a greater rival of my favorite team, the North Carolina Tariels. But I like the little video package that they played before they came out to the ring. Hey man, those guys got something. And then that fucking what is it called? Shooting star press. I don't think I've ever oh seen my God. one like that. That was beautiful. Oh beautiful shooting star press. Great man. He that dude, uh, man, that dude is the guy. I'm telling you. That's the guy. That Julius, or no, yeah, that Julius Creed, he's the guy. I think Glenn might have froze up now, though. It's time for somebody else to freeze. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, this this was a good match. I mean, Pretty Deadly is just so good at all the little heel tag team stuff. Um, I, I was surprised that they lost as well. Um, maybe they are gone uh, now. Uh, it was a short run in, in, the, in, in the Tuesday program. I am a little bit afraid if they are moving up at this point. Hopefully, uh, they are, have a little bit of freedom the sort of freedom that they have on Tuesdays. I, I don't feel good about it on Mondays and Fridays, but yeah, would be great if they got it. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just a great tag team match. Uh, they tried to, you know, they, they kind of swerved us there a little bit. It looked like pretty deadly was going to try to get somebody to cheat, to win. You know, they, they, they threw the tag team belt in Julius picked it up. Julius being the, the wholesome forthright individual refused to use the belt to win. Um, the only thing about this deal is that we're going to see the exact same thing happen in the next match. Yeah. You know, I wish the producers would talk to each other before they run out their matches see the exact same situation in both was a little bit kind of deflated the second one um but just a, a great tag team match here glenn um true or false pretty deadly is done on tuesdays true mm. okay i hope so yeah well i, yeah, I, I hope so because i hope they get a bigger audience i just hope they're left yeah. alone yeah they deserve a bigger audience i can't see where they position them 
on Monday or Friday, though. Mm. With the Usos as the champions, you know, so you right. got your heel tag team champions. Yeah. Um, could they be? Aha! Uh -huh. Could they be joining Max Dupree? That would be inspirational. That well, would make a lot of sense. Now there's an idea. <laughs> there's an that's what happens. Yeah. Work they, could do. they look like models. They do. And what did Wade call I think Wade Barrett called him the, the most attractive tag team he's ever seen, or he said something like that. But uh yeah, they would fit right in there with old uh two with tasty, old Eli Drake. Two tasty snacks to one meal deal. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's so easy. This shit isn't hard, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Let's talk about the last match, the main event of the program, as we are nearing the two-hour mark here, and we've still got to holler out our in your house or our Hell in a Cell predictions. The, the main event here, Joe Gacy challenging Braun Breaker. Stipulation here: if Breaker is DQ'd, oh, God damn it! Not again! I'm just lost my internet. Yeah, no, he's gone again. He's gone again. Uh, if Breaker is DQ'd, he loses the NXT Championship match. Glenn, talk to me about this one. Well, as as uh, Jeremy was saying, they used the exactly same gimmick again. It was a decent match. But then the chair gets involved. Um, the Breaker gives the chair to the referee, and then it was all, oh, it's, it was just a, a total mess at the end. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been bad if they hadn't have just done this in the last match. Because yeah. by all the large, this wasn't a bad wrestling match. I mean, it was a good yeah. match until we got to the hokey finish. And we didn't really see too much screwy stuff going on during the match, which I liked because I thought we were going to get some weird, you know, worms on the ring shit or something like yeah, that. Which yeah. we didn't get. Um, no. All in all, not a bad match, but just a screwy finish. I noticed you said last night on in, in the chat that... Uh, Gacy is better when he's not doing the supernatural rubbish. Yeah, I can wrestle. Hmm. It is. Um, no, he's coming over as a good, creepy sort of Bray Wyatt 2.0 at the moment. So they don't need to go over the top with it. Right. Yeah, you know, they didn't need to do all this shit. You know, that hay upside down from... If I, Probably because his back couldn't take it to do the the, the full arch. Well, that was creepy. So yeah, they, they, he did a good job, and we're just totally lost Jeremy completely now. No, 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 no. I didn't take over for him. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot more to say about it. I mean, it was. A decent match overall, Glenn. What do you think? Are you giving a NXT in your house a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Oh, it's a thumbs up. I would say uh, three out of five. I think three out of five is fair. I'd say maybe a two point five out of five. Uh, <laughs> if you're gonna throw two point fives out there. I mean, yeah, I didn't have high hopes for the six man tag team match, but that ended up being pretty good. Um, mm. I didn't enjoy really either one of the women's matches. Didn't really do it for me. Um, she's not a bad wrestler either. It's just the yeah. stupid gimmick. And then she's wrestling and goddamn, she's got sneakers on and then she's got stuff over the top of them that make them look like slippers. Come I, on. Yeah, I, I wish that they'd, they'd gone the whole way with that. Not in, As you say, not in a creepy way where Mandy had actually just 
got rid of the onesie completely. Totally changed her gimmick. Yeah. Uh, because she went half, she went halfway with it. Her attitude changed, but she only lost half the onesie. <laughs> it was halfway. So, so they went halfway with it, and then she suddenly <laughs> whispered in Maddie's ear, "We can't do it. I haven't got any knickers on underneath or something." Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. hold on, I forgot it was laundry day. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's what I thought too. I thought, well, now she's going to transform. Um, and be a normal person now, but unfortunately she didn't go all the way with it. And then she was trying to stick Mandy's hand inside of her pants, and it was weird. That's what the, the mayor said. <laughs> Wasn't she, was she a 3,000 year old? Yeah, um, she was maying. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to go back that far, but Give her a little bit more. I remember talking about this with the mayor, and he's like, I don't, he's like, I think Wendy Chu is better than being a whatever you're. I said, I don't know. I think I like that better, pal. Yeah. I don't know. I think I liked it better. Oh, dear. Oh, well. I suppose we better get on with the predictions now. Although we will. We'll, just, we'll see if Jeremy comes like, I don't think he would have had a whole lot to add to what we just talked about. Uh, no, I don't think so either. But that uh, he said happened. what he had to say. Let's just give him a quick see what's happened. Hell in a Cell. There are seven matches on the show, it says. Hmm. Yeah, is, it's not too bad. Yeah, which I was going to say, which is a perfect amount of wrestling matches for a pay-per-view. And the fact that it's a Sorry, only one Hell in a Cell match. Makes yes, I hate bad. when they put multiple ones on there. Especially when you get two or three of them, like we don't need to have a woman telling a cell match just for the sake of having one because nobody's been in a feud long enough. Well, I suppose you could have stuck Bianca and, and Becky in a hell in a cell match, but who want, we don't need to see that again. But now we're gonna get a triple threat, which I don't know. I don't love triple threat matches. <laughs> but if anybody could pull off a good triple threat match, I suppose it's these three ladies. So, yeah. I've got high hopes. Yeah, especially as it, yeah. Hang on. You'll keep going. As, Finish your NXT and go into her myself. I'm trying to reconnect. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Uh, right. We'll, we'll talk through the cards, first of all, then, and then we'll do our predictions once he's reconnected. All right. Hmm. I got the matches pulled up here. So, we yeah. got a no holds barred match. Between Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. Now, I know Glenn's over this feud, aren't you? I'm over the feud, but I'm quite looking forward to this match. This is this this is the payoff sh that should have been uh, uh, backlash. Yes, they've gone on. They've gone on one premiere live event too long with it, but uh, yeah. The fact that it was uh, you know, they, they gave Madcap a few weeks off after he got absolutely hammered by the uh, Andre the Giant. And let's hope now that we will never see the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal again now. <laughs> Done away with that forever. Yeah, uh, it was a nice thing for the time. But yeah, make that yeah. thing. They don't even have it at WrestleMania anymore. So what's the point? That's right. So uh, yeah, they're smashing up with the trophy. Has led to this and making it a no DQ full scale uh, uh, 
No holes yeah. barred. Means they're going to kill each other, which would be a good thing. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I mean, Corbin's not the greatest character for me. He's a little bit boring, but his matches are never boring. His matches yeah. are usually pretty good. So, and I, I watched a little bit of SmackDown. I did see the part where Moss came back in the ambulance. Um, and I like the little promo that he cut out when he came out. I don't particularly like him coming back in an ambulance because I'm pretty goddamn sure that the ambulance doesn't give you a ride back from the hospital after you've been there, <laughs> no. especially when you're in a different city. So, yeah. and, and three weeks later. Yeah, they drove him back from they drove him to Dallas from Cleveland. The the that's going to be a hell of a bill for Vince McMahon to pay. It pay, let me tell you. And then there was all that smoke coming from the ambulance too. Who was in there? RVD? What were they doing in there? That was left over. That was left over for the last Undertaker ambulance match. <laughs> Probably was. And then there's a six person. It's a six person tag team match. Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan taking on the Judgment Day. Um. This is uh, it'll be interesting. What it is, it is what it is. I have a feeling we'll be getting an addition to the Judgment Day. Uh, yes, faction coming up, maybe here or maybe coming up very soon. I think but, we'll talk about this when we actually do our predictions. But uh, I've got an idea about this. Well, there you go, pal. And then this is a this is a rematch from Monday Night Raw. Uh, Theory versus Mustafa Ali is for the United States Championship. Again, why? That's just a filler. Yeah, there's a lot of matches that are just filler. Yeah, it's just a filler. There's no reason. Then Ezekiel, not Elias, it's Ezekiel. He's taking on Kevin Owens. I don't know what to make of that one. I like this because I like the story that they've been telling. (laughs) It's all down down to KO. The fact that he's been getting more and more paranoid about it. Shouting at people and everybody's going, no, of course it's a, of course it's Ezekiel. That is not, it's a lot. And then, you know, it is, it is back to uh, Mr. America and uh, Hulk Hogan thing, isn't it? Oh. Everybody could actually see. You know, anybody with half a brain can see that they're the same person. Wait a minute, Glenn. You mean to tell me that Mr. America and Hulk Hogan are the same person? I don't buy, I don't buy that. I know, I know that he took a lie detector test, and there was a point where you saw him on screen, uh, Mr. America in the ring. That uh, there has been allegations. I'll put it that way. That's better, Glenn. Don't try to tell me that's not that's Hulk Hogan under that mask. It's not. It is not Hulk Hogan. He also got a, a, it's a handicap match. Bobby Lashley is going to face Omos and MVP. Why? Yeah, this future been over. Talk about fuse that should be over. This one should be over. And the thing is, is yeah, all right, have Lashley against MVP, but have Omus banned from ringside. Right. You can understand understand Lashley wanted to get his hands on MVP finally after turning on him the way he did. But there's no reason for it to be a a, a two-on-one handicap match in favour of the heels right yeah that doesn't make any sense you're absolutely right i don't even yeah that, this is another few that i don't know why it's still going should be over have omos and mvp move on to something else and have yeah. lashley move on to something else then we got the triple threat match that we talked about bianca belair asuka and becky lynch it was originally supposed to be just a one-on-one match between becky between Bianca and Oscar, which I don't think I've ever seen them in a one-on-one match. So that no. would have been interesting to see. I think they've had a couple on Raw probably by now, but I did see them. No, I've not seen any either. 
and as you say, it would have been interesting, but they chucked Becky Lynch in as well. Yes, you got to do what you got to do. Well, let me ask you this. So now it seems like these pay-per-views are only putting one women's championship match on at a time. Do you do you like that idea, or do you think that she can both on the pay-per-view? Premium no. live event. Yeah. No, one, one's fine because they, there's not enough women. <laughs> and that's why you've got Natty facing uh, Ronda Rousey. Two charisma yeah. vacuums. It's going to be a great promo feud between those two. Jesus. That's exactly. You know, and as I said to you, you know, the good thing about it on Friday, when it when Natty won that Battle Royal thing or whatever it was, six-pack challenge to uh, come up as the, the, the next challenger, at least at the end, they didn't actually open their mouths. They both just stood there and stared at one another. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then, and then that we got the riveting feud of of uh, Aaliyah and uh, Shotzi locking each other in the locker room with the cameraman. Um, again, I'm so glad. Uh-huh. He's giving me his picks. I think we lost him for the rest of the show. All right, well then we'll just we'll just run down the card one more time. So Mad Cat Moth versus Happy Corbin. Who you got? The mayor went with Mad Cat Moth. Uh, oh, Glenn's gotta get the notebook. Mayor. The Mad Cat. I'm gonna agree with the mayor, Mad Cat. I can't see any reason for Mad Cat not to win this thing. So unless we're gonna get another match, which God I hope not, uh, I'm going Mad Cat as well. And uh, Jeremy has gone. Yep, he's got Madcap as well. It's a clean sweep for the old Madcap. All right, Glenn, it's time for us to hear your. No, we'll get to that one later. First, we'll talk about some of these filler matches. Ezekiel or Kevin Owens? I'm gonna. I'll go first this time. I will take Ezekiel, and the mayor as well took Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel, I'm gonna go. Just to be different. No, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be stupid. I'll be giving the fight away. No, I'm going to CQ as well. Okay, go and thought about it. You, you're like the mayor just then. You talk yourself out of it. The mayor is really good at talking himself out of stuff. There's no reason to have this match unless Ezekiel is going to win it. Yeah, it makes no sense for Kevin Owens to win this thing. No, I'm sure there'll be some sort of weird. Maybe Elias shows up on the on the big screen. You know, he gets distracted. He gets rolled up, something like that. Jeremy has actually got Owens. Really? Oh, he knows something. He knows something. Uh, two on one handicap match: Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP. The mayor took Omos and MVP because why would they lose? It's two on one. I'm going Lashley. You're going to go Lashley. Who Jeremy pick? He put Lashley as well. And I think we've gone with the same reason. Is Although it's two and one, something's going to happen to Omos that Lashley's going to get his hands on MVP finally. Mm. They're going to end this feud. It can't go on forever. Mm, see, I thought about, I'm, I'm thinking about going with Bobby Lashley now too, but I'm thinking that maybe some sort of him trying to get his hands on on MVP is going to lead to Omos getting the advantage on Bobby and getting the win in the end. So I'm going to go with my tag team partner, the mayor, take Omos and MVP in this one. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's the way we like it. AWOP against. <laughs> there we go. That match is going to decide it, probably. Then we've got Theory versus Mustafa Ali United States Championship. Um, I don't see any reason to take it off Theory. Theory wins. Uh, theory. There's no reason. Uh, he's over with the crowd. Finn stops in. Yep. Jeremy's got Theory. And I'll take the mayor's got Theory as well. Yep. The mayor also has Theory. And then we have got. The six-person tag team match. This is where Glenn's going to give us his big idea. Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Liv Morgan versus The Judgment Day, which is Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. Well, I'm going Judgment Day. Same as Mayor two. And I think that there's going to be a turn. And I'm not sure... Yeah, I think it's going to be Finn. I was thinking Finn, too. I was thinking Finn, too. Demon Finn Balor would probably go good with that group, I feel like. so. Yeah. You're going judgment. Jeremy is going judgment. Yep. Here we go, pal. All right. We'll agree on that one, then. And now we've got... Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka and Becky Lynch. Glenn, what do you think? I hope. This is more of a hope than a think. I hope that they're not going to take the title off Bianca just yet. Yeah, I can't see Bianca losing this thing here. I think she's going to win. Uh, the mayor picked her as well. He, it was funny. He said, Bianca Belair's got to retain right. And I said, yeah, pal, don't try to talk yourself out of it either. So. <laughs> And Jeremy has got he's got Bianca as well. All right, and then the main event of the evening, it's the only Hell in a Cell match on the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. It's Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. Probably be the match of the night. I can't see Cody losing this one. It would make no sense for him to lose it. I'm going Cody. Yep. He's so over. Yeah. Jeremy's gone Cody. Mayor's got Cody. Which is good because it actually means that it's all it all hinges on um Ezekiel and Owens or Lashley and MVP and the, the really important matches. It comes down to the really important matches. Though. Yeah. But we are gonna get a winner. That's right. There will be no ties. Winner. There's gonna be no ties tonight. <laughs> well, Glenn, that's uh, it. We, I think that's it. That's certainly it. Um, shame Jeremy couldn't get back. Hopefully, he fixes his uh, internet connection before next week. He gunges it. <laughs> <laughs> Gunge that internet connection, pal. Yes, uh, so, uh, do you want to plug some of your shit before we go? Absolutely. As Glenn and Jeremy tell you every week, you can follow me at AWI Pod. You can follow the mayor, who is my co-host, at, at Mayor of Canton. We do a show every Friday night where we usually watch an episode of WWF Superstars from the year 1992. Mullets and more. Check it out. Twitch.tv slash AWI Pod is every Friday right after SmackDown. I know that's late, but the mayor is a busy man, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah. Um, big shout out to uh, Thomas and the crowd at Sportswire Radio, who without them, we would probably be nothing with our less than two dozen listeners. And uh, <laughs> uh, of course, the patron saints, and we would never be here without them. The DC Matthews at the Doc Manson at dtgwrestling.com. That's right. Send him an email. Uh, Maybe you could be in the bestie chat. Yeah. Yeah. Send him an email. Please do. Although I'm pretty sure that most people who listen to this already do. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you enjoy old WCW, and how could you not? If you listen to us the other week, yeah, <laughs> what's not to love, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Nutshed podcast is for you. Um, give those guys a listen. Uh, Brian, hey, yeah, he's a big WWE or WWF WWE fan, and uh, his, his uh, co host decided that he was going to make him look through the early years of WCW. Which is a lot better than what we watched. Right. Just wait till you get to 2000 there, buddies. You're really going to be in trouble. It's interesting where they get up to the 1999 2000s to see how they, what their reaction is to that. Off a cliff. <laughs> yes. So I think that's about it. That's all we got. So, as always, there's only one thing left to do, and that's for Glenn to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>